Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Let's Chat About Death. Um, bit of suspense leading up to that little intro there, um, something different. Um, but I am joined by Annie, so um, let's welcome Queen Annie <laughs> as she flies in, yes, I don't know, <laughs> there you go. How are you? I'm good, thank you. That's good. Hello to all my royal subjects. Your royal subjects, <laughs> yes, lovely. So today is a really, really interesting um, topic uh, and you could go on forever with it uh, and we're going to call it creepy funeral uh, history or especially the Victorian times. Well, well, yeah, that was when it all happened um, and there'll be things that we do today that you thought, hmm, well, where's that all come from? Well, hopefully we're going to be able to answer some of that um, today. Mm-hmm. So let's start, Annie. What do we have? The first thing that I think that we should talk about is um, women's mourning attire in the Victorian oh, era. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're at... We're going to church. Yeah. It's a funeral. Yep. So we're going to church. Yep. It's a funeral. Yep. Um, and we're mourning. But in the but Victorian... No cows. No, no, no. <laughs> they weren't invited, unfortunately. Mm. In the Victorian era, um, it was thought that women should wear full-length veils so that they can mourn privately. So they would wear these... But no skin showing at all. No, no. no. Oh. They would wear these six to eight okay. foot long veils. Yeah. That were made of lace and arsenic. Um, Because that's what you do. Yeah, not sure why. (laughs) Arsenic. Um, Um, mm. But it created a lot of breathing problems and skin burning. It would be like in today's terms wearing um, lace and all that with bleach or chlorine or something, well, probably even worse than that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. and then that that caused obviously breathing problems, but also they got burnt. Is that right? Mm, mm-hmm. Skin burns. So I guess if that got wet too, that would yeah. Mm. Oh my god. Um. Y- yeah, you'd be traumatized for life. Yeah, absolutely. If that was happening. And I guess that makes you wonder: are the tears because they're sad, or the tears because their eyeballs are burning out of their head? <laughs> I reckon. I reckon it's probably the later. I reckon it's yeah. They're not. They're not crying because of Jono's gone. They're crying <laughs> because they can't freaking see six feet in front of them. Yeah. Um, you know the other thing too, and we haven't got it on the list there, but I was just thinking about it now. That why is it that a funeral director? And you might be able to answer this. If you don't, well then I'll have the answer. <laughs> why is it? Do you think that funeral directors walk a hearse off? I've always thought that it is – I'm sure there's an actual answer, but I've always thought that it's, you know, nice to sort of guide somebody and lead them to their final place of rest. Yeah. Now, you think about – well, yes, you, you, you're you 50-50, actually maybe even 70% correct. 80-20. Yeah, one of those. Yeah, we'll call it that. <laughs> what it used to be was in the older days they would have the funeral director – that would lead the horse and cart or the hearse off and they didn't know where the grave was. So they would actually be outside of the vehicle or whatever and walk to, to, so they could see where the grave was. Oh. So 
it really wasn't anything to do with, you know, the deceased being, you know, that's a nice way of doing it. No, it was more... That they, they didn't check prior. They didn't do it <laughs> like what we do, go and check where the grave is, make sure everything's right. So that was the reason for it. Mm. Um, so I thought that was quite interesting. That is pretty interesting. I think that I, I think that I prefer to stick with the yeah, uh, the, the, the symbolic. Yeah, the that's symbolic right. Answer. Yeah, it's like, uh, why are you walking him off? Because I don't know where the grave <laughs> is. <laughs> we'll just oh. find that. We'll just find the closest hole, <laughs> and we'll utilize that. Um, Three feet well, doesn't matter. That's it. No, no, no. Just put him in. Put him in there. What's the other thing? Uh, what's another? Another topic you got there? I think that the most popular thing that people think about when they think about Victorian yeah. era funerals is post-mortem photography. Oh, yeah. Mm. And we've put a few up on TikTok um, and that went viral. It's just, yeah. And why did they do that? What was their reason behind it? So Vic, um, Victor, photography was booming in that Okay. No one smiled. Quite booming. No, you weren't allowed to smile then. <laughs> you to smile. Like stand there with your arms behind, uh, beside you, uh, beside yourself. Yep. Yeah. Um, but um, photography was only a very, very new thing then. Mm. So it was all the craze. Oh, everyone's getting their pictures taken. Was that the dead the, children? Was that the ones where they stick their head underneath the underneath the the little, the, the little thing yep. and go? Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Um, and they used these photos um, to memorialise their loved ones. But they also had very, very short lifespans. And a lot of the time children would not live past their fifth birthday pretty much because of medicines and technology and yada, yada, yada. So these were often the only family photos that they had and they became family portraits of sorts because mm-hmm. that's all they had. Mm-hmm. Yep. Can you imagine walking into somebody's house... <laughs> Walking to that living room. a life-size doll. It's like, oh, no, that's no, that's yeah. my brother. That's Jono. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. No, 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 no. Yeah. No. But you've got to think too that in those days they would keep people at home. Mm-hmm. You know, they do the do – what they used to call it, the like the front room of the house used to be like the wake room, mm-hmm. you know, and the person would lay in state there or in a coffin or casket there and then – They'd lead off or whatever, unless they were church-going people, yep. which I think probably eighty to ninety percent were. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, but I mean you, I mean we know what what death can smell like, mm-hmm. um, but for the for those people it was just it was common. Mm-hmm. Like they didn't have like what we've got now, where we can just spray Glen Twenty or. Um, yeah, yeah. So, you know, to to have someone laying at home for days, and then prize their eyes open. So, or yeah, and I guess that's probably the only time that they're going to get a photo, isn't it? Yep. Um. Wow. Yeah. Very I remember different. Reading a story separate to this Victorian era conversation. I remember reading a story quite a few years back mm. about this man. Right, I'll, I'll have to find it and show it to you. It's so creepy. Yeah. Um, but he was unmarried, no children, nothing, just a bit of a loner, like a like a, a recluse. A recluse. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, he was a bit of a recluse, um, and he developed this obsession with this girl who lived 
in his neighbourhood. Um, and when she passed away and was buried, he went and exhumed her illegally. Um, what? Mm-hmm, and kept her in his house and just made attempts to preserve her pretty much. And every time her, you know, her skin was going not very good because she he was not doing it properly. Yeah, wasn't moisturising her <laughs> no. with oil of ulay. No. Um, <laughs> and he pretty much turned her into like this paper mache doll that lived in his house and it mm, was... be pretty like soup, wouldn't it? Oh, yeah, yuck. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so... Oh, because that. that, yeah, like, wasn't that the paper mache, yeah, paper mache doll story? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Yep. Mm-hmm. But, like, why? Why would people do that? I, I, the I don't. The man. <laughs> There's something else. Yeah. Um, and did you know that the reason why people brought flowers to funerals was because of the stench? Really? Mm. Mm. So if you brought ones that weren't smelly, <laughs> um, it would defeat the whole purpose of it. But it used to be also for weddings mm. because they didn't have deodorant. Because rooms were smelly. And yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was right. <laughs> it's like, mm, nice. Yeah, so the, the whole idea of having uh, smelly flowers was to… Mask the scent. Yeah. Oh, thank goodness for Glen 20. That sort of brings the whole thing about what the musk, the musk smell, like the, like the, um, you know, the old mustics that you used to Mm -hmm. get and they had a certain smell. Yep. Like there was a spray. I'm just trying to think when I, when we grew up had like musk scent and it was the most foul thing ever. Yeah. So I reckon the smell of, of a deceased person. Um, and it's really weird because people people really don't know what what it's like, but there is a certain um, smell to people that are about to pass, but also when they do pass, but also where you get them from mm-hmm. has a smell. Mm-hmm. Like there's smell everywhere. I guess that's one of the senses that we that we got to deal with. Mm-hmm. Um, and it sounds really awful. It's not saying that anyone that has past that they've been really stenchy but you know back with bacteria and things like that so the victorian times they actually started everything that we now class as just normal yeah um except that you're having to spend you know four to five times more on it than than not um yep and these yeah. days we don't need it to mask the scent. No. Because no. we have Glen 20. That's right. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, you get sick of that. Like we have heaps of Glen 20 here, but I bought a box of it. Now, I think there's probably about 10 cans in the box. After I went through the first and second can, I thought, yeah, I'm a bit over this smell. But no, 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 no. I've got another eight more to do. <laughs> it's like... Hurry up and finish the can. Do you want a can of Glen 20? Here you go. Take it with you home. Comment um, your addresses and we'll ship oh them out. Oh, my <laughs> God. What else used to happen in those days? Um, death cookies. Mm. We were just having a chat about these death cookies because yeah. we, you found a different reason for them than I found. Yeah, so it was something about bread. They put... Yeah. Like, so... Yeah. So... 
what I found about them was that they were cookies. They d- It didn't specify what specifically they were made out of, but they were placed on the body of the deceased mm. um, and then handed out to funeral goers so that the mourners would have um, – it was, it was thought that by eating these cookies – so the cookies – Exactly. Mm. Um, placed on the deceased. Oh, it's nice. <laughs> oh, what's in it? Mm, a little bit musky. <laughs> oh, arsenic. <laughs> um, Sorry. No, no, please. Mm. Um, but it was thought that placing these cookies on the body of the deceased would, abs- would absorb their soul. And so... Yeah. <laughs> so then the mourners, when they ate the cookies... They were taking some of the deceased's soul into them. But your uh, reasoning for the death cookies well, you found was very there different. There was the cookies, but then there was this bread that they would place on the deceased and allow the the um, I don't know the moisture or the uh, the smell. Or whatever it is to then go inside the bread, and then they would eat that as a symbol of something to sort of like the evil to warn off evil mm. spirits from that. Now, I I just like the idea of maybe a little bit of butter or margarine <laughs> and a and a condiment to go on top, but yeah. I don't know if I would like to go and put a loaf of bread, <laughs> wonder soft, mm. on top of someone. And do that. Mm, absolutely but not. But like someone has educated these people to do that. Yeah. Like was it a I church going person back then? Or was it somebody who? That was really whacked off their head. Yeah. Um, and what other purpose have we got with these cookies or these biscuits? And here, oh, I know, Jono's dead now. <laughs> We'll um we'll use it for him because we've got to get rid of it. Do you think the church just made too many and was like, oh, we'll just chuck them in the coffin? Yeah, yeah. Oh, just, here we go. <laughs> he can he can take them. Well, yeah, like that's just weird. Yeah. Um, yeah. But maybe that's why we have wakes now. <laughs> so you know, that we can eat the eat, death eat cookies. The, the death cookies. No, now we eat the death egg and lettuce sandwiches. That's right. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And, you know, um, I don't know, I think we do have one in Australia, the, the corpse plant. Mm. Ever heard of that? The decomp farm? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yep. Like, oh. Yep. My stepdad has always said that he, when he passes away, he wants to be donated to the decomp farm. I'm not sure. Look, there is nothing more fitting for <laughs> my stepdad than rotting away on a farm, to be honest with you. But we've only got one and it's in New South Wales and uh, incredibly exclusive. It only takes a few people a year. Um, so the likelihood of him uh, being able to go to a decomp farm is very, So for very those unlikely. people that don't know what that is, it is exactly how it sounds. You don't uh, – donate. You donate – what? <laughs> you donate your body to a farm that puts your body – it might be under wrought iron. Mm-hmm. It might be that you're in a shallow grave. Mm-hmm. You it might could be in a pond. Yeah. You know, you could just be... A pot. Yeah, you could just be out in the sun yeah. somewhere. And basically, you just 
decompose and they do research on oh naturally of course naturally and they do research on um how these different elements and how Mm. these different seasons and whatnot contribute to decomposition and that's what that is look it's really interesting i i really get um if i use the word excited over things like that because it's it's interesting to know why how how long it can take and what elements it takes mm-hmm. for that body to get to that level. Um, but once again, it, there's been people out there that it's happened that go, hmm, we could make a business out of that. <laughs> <laughs> and we don't even have to worry about it. It's like you not you don't have to worry about your neighbours because no. no one's going to freaking come anywhere oh, near no. you. It's like having a hoarder's house oh, yeah. and piling but, it full of bodies. Oh, yeah. And you're not going to... ten times worse. I just I want to know who comes up with these ideas. It's the same. It's probably the families that have gone through <laughs> all of these other other topics that they're we've just been thinking. So of. traumatized by all of this yeah. that they're like, you know what? Next time, yeah, next time someone dies, chuck them on a farm. My my great 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 granddaddy used to do that back in the day, and I want to f- follow the tradition. Yeah. Like, come on, no, 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 no. Somebody's no, no. somebody's brought it up as they're eating the funeral cookies, and someone else has gone. Oh, sounds mm. like you could make a buck off that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I want an uncle sandwich. Yeah. I'm just going to uh, mop him up with it. Oh, delicious. You know, it's like the the cob loaves, because you you enjoy a cob loaf. I made you, my you first cob loaf a few weeks ago. Can you imagine? Yeah. No, I, I better not, because it's it's uh, it's yeah. It'll it'll probably if yeah. you're in if you're don't drinking <laughs> or eating something at the moment, I was going to probably make you sick. So I won't. Don't, don't ruin no. cob loaf for me. But cob loaves are nice, but. Put it in the body form and think of that. That's good. Um, we'll move on. Mm-hmm. Yes, please. Um, what else have we got? Um, the way in which deceased people were carried out of the home. Ah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, which we still, we were discussing, we still do this to this day. Yeah. Um, but they were carried out foot first. Yeah. Um, and I always thought that the reason why we carried people everywhere foot first was because you walk feet first i think i think there's one side of it yeah that's how it was but yeah this way what was what was this way you were about to say the reason why they were taken out of their home foot first was so that they couldn't look back and entice anybody to follow them and it wasn't a joke that is real (laughs) was that a little bit of wind was that a little bit of wind that just came out there Oh, like a yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! It wasn't meant to be that loud, but anyway. No, yep. I no. just have this image of like somebody like oh, mm, yeah. like you know you know the you know the real creepy like horror movie like twisting your head back. Oh yeah. I had an image of somebody doing that and looking. Oh, okay. No, no let's move on. No. <laughs> so, I guess when you when you, so the coming out of uh, a house. Foot first is standard. Um, going into a hearse is foot first. Mm-hmm. In theory, it should be head first. Because as they come out of a car, mm. you don't come out head first, do you? A lot of the time. You normally put your no. feet out. Yeah, yeah, yep. So, and I don't know what, but yeah. But so when it comes to churches, mm. this was the other thing. So if an everyday Joe Blog passed away, they enter the church and face the altar mm-hmm. with their feet. Mm-hmm. And the reason for that is they're not a priest. 
right? Mm-hmm. So when a priest dies or a nun dies, or especially a priest, nuns are on the you know on the wings. Um, the priest has the head facing the altar because the priest is normally looking to the crowd, mm-hmm. um, or different ways of being side on or up mm. up up on the. Some of these older churches have got different levels. You know, mm-hmm. you've got your, your your bottom area where they nearly burn the church down with those big tall candles. Mm-hmm. Then you've got the next area um, where all the choir and everything will be and then there's like the, the higher end. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've done funerals where the priests and have been up that high because that's where they celebrate mass. Yep. Bit of a pain if they didn't, if no one wanted to carry um, because then you've got to get them down all those, oh, all yeah. those layers of um, of uh, steps. So foot in, foot out, but with priests, it's the opposite. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it's 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 all about even I think even with the Buddhist side of things is yeah if they see themselves if the deceased sees themselves in a mirror, or a window, mm-hmm. or um, and I think that's what you were going to talk about in a any, moment. Any reflective. Yeah. It's called the looking glass. So yeah. any reflective surface yeah. um, needs to be covered or needed to be covered yeah. um, to ensure that the deceased's soul wasn't then trapped in that looking glass. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think they smacked a few cones before. <laughs> <laughs> Even oh. to this day. Um. So I, I used to live with this girl who was a little bit, Mm. You know, not, yeah. not all there. Um, <laughs> and she um, she had these these shadow people in her bedroom, which was a nightmare. Um, and she also used to um, tell us all the time about how <coughs> mirrors were portals mm. um, into the afterlife or into a different dimension, which... Pretty much makes sense. Like, it, it makes sense in my mind. But still to this day, I can't look in a mirror for too long because I, yeah. it, they, it gives me the heebie-jeebies. It's the soul being trapped. It's the portal. It's what if I'm looking at my reflection and my reflection suddenly goes, oh, my God. It, it's like, hello. Oh, <laughs> terrifying. So to this day, yeah. mirrors. And you're into antique stuff too, aren't you? Mm-hmm. Right. Um. I will say now only because of my experience with that like paranormal stuff is mirrors, old hand mirrors, things like that can be portals to another area, right? Mm-hmm. Just to let you know of that. Majority of them probably not. But if they've had bad experiences or that mirror or window or whatever you've got has caught someone being beaten killed whatever that traps itself in that mirror so if you were to look at that mirror and be like have headphones on like what we got now or you just keep it quiet and you just look dead straight at that i can guarantee it that you will see something in there guarantee it right (laughs) so do you have one of those antique mirrors or anything like that I'm not saying what if you have that it is like that but no just to say that 
only Shit. because, mm. and I've always wanted one of those like beautiful old gold frame ones. Yeah. Right? And a couple of them have been popping up on Marketplace and I've been tempted. Yeah. But the thing is, I haven't been able to afford one until now. No. They I mean, are expensive. The, the idea is that you that you protect it, so smudge it, get rid of all all of the residue that that has and there's a ritual that you can do over that, right? So you buy if you buy it when you can afford it, you buy it, you do this ritual and then all it is is just like saging it and saying if anything is in there or close the portal like by mm-hmm. physically marking it and, um, you know, with your hands and everything else like that. Yeah, but not to scare you. I do have a <laughs> hall table that I've just recently gotten. Yeah. Um, and I got it from... I got it from the owner of the place that I used to work at. Yeah. Um, and it's a little bit, it's a little bit old. I wouldn't call it an it, like I wouldn't call it antique. I know that he is the only person who's ever owned it. Yeah. But there's something especially creepy to me about mirrors with like marks on it. And it's got these, it's got these old like wear and tear old black marks. And so it's a little bit creepy, but I still have it like right at my kitchen. So. Oh, that's got a mirror on it. Mm. Oh, okay. The old yep. hall table. Um, but I'm not too stressed or worried about it. Because the look on your face when I said that was like... Oh. So has, has, has anything been happening? Like, no. is there anything different since you got it? No. No, no, no. Everything. Here's the thing. The only space. No, stop. <laughs> Don't whisper at me like that. Oh, my God. I'm already like... <laughs> I'm already like yep. like scaring myself <laughs> talking about this. Yeah. Oh my goodness. This is a safe spot. It's only you and I speaking here. Oh, yeah. No. Um oh. but yeah, I think mm. the only reason why that particular mirror does not scare the living daylights out of me is because I know the only yeah, owner yeah. that it's had. It's like I said, it's unlikely, but the really, really old ones, like back from the 1800s and stuff like that, they've seen so many different people and things happening that it's hard not to have some residual to it. Like I love a lot of that antique stuff too, Mm. but I just – I don't know if I could unless I protected that. Like it's – I don't know. Can I get you in to protect my stuff? Yeah, (laughs) like it's just – it's just so – I don't know. It's it's better to know that you're protected. Mm. But if you haven't seen anything, and like you said, you've known the owner, all of that type of stuff. But it's the ones that's like, oh, yeah, we're only the second owner. Well, why are you getting rid of it? Mm. Oh, I don't have space for it anymore. No, nah, hang on. There's a reason why. Like you can't have something like that. A wall that. mirror. And, yeah. You don't have space <laughs> for a wall mirror. <laughs> your little handheld Beauty and the Beast mirror yeah. you don't have space for? <laughs> Do you not have a bathroom? Um, like? So, yeah, even those, you know, they they had a lot of um, – they used to hold a lot of residual. What about a mirror that is just on a bathroom wall? Because I'm – you tell me first and I'm, I'm going to tell um, you what I'm thinking about. But if you've got a bath – you've got a mirror on one side and a mirror on the other side. Bad. Yeah, don't, do, don't put two mirrors no. together. No, I'm not stupid. <laughs> or a little bit because stupid. Because you've got ones, you've got things that'll come in one mm-hmm. and then come out the other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, don't do that. No, but if so, say like these bathrooms that we've got here. Yeah. The same sort of just like piece of mirror glass. Yeah. On the wall. 
That would be all right. That would be all right? Yeah. It shouldn't come with anything? Shouldn't. Okay, well, now, what if I told you that both of my bathrooms in my house yeah. have got marks on the doors from where there was a latch on the outside of the bathroom? Like something was being kept in. Yeah, I don't get that. Like That's weird. Yeah. That is creepy. Um, what? What? Yeah. Why would... So both of them, both... Both of them. Our ensuite and the main But do bathroom. you feel creeped out when you're in there? Um, the main bathroom a little bit. Um, but obviously not too much because that's where I put my dog to go to sleep every night. Yeah. So I don't care too much. But but she's not picking up on anything. Mm, I don't think so. She doesn't get freaked out if she goes near it? No. no. Yeah. No. Because they're be usually fine. a really good judge of if there's something <laughs> floating around or not. Mm. Mm-hmm. The other thing is too is, and it might not be anything sort of spooky, but if there's been you know, partners that have broken up or has been a divorce and all of that residue that remains still in your house. Mm. Um, but you normally you, you normally know from the moment that you walk into a house if it's got a good feel or not. Mm. Um, and animals are a really good pick up on that too because they just won't settle. Um, but, yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> just something to think about those people that might have some antique stuff and you think... Yeah, w- wonder why these things might be happening to me. Just mm. think about it. It's um, yeah, very very weird. Yeah, no. Um, Apart from that, everything else is all good. Mm. None of my other antique stuff is haunted. I just want to know why there's l- there were locks on the and they weren't just like they weren't just like <laughs> doorknob locks. Like somebody had <laughs> somebody had screwed latches into the f- like into the outside in like the hallway, the outside of the bathroom door. There, like so they were keeping yeah keeping something from coming out mm-hmm. that yeah I thought it was potentially because um <clears throat> I thought it was like oh maybe this was before I checked the bathroom windows or are they up high they're oh, sort of like I uh, not quite eye level because I know that parents that have got young kids can put like normally like well I would use like a um, a baby detector or mm-hmm. a magnet thing like what they used to do in the kitchens. Mm. Uh, I have heard of people now that I think about it now putting something to stop them going yeah. in and getting like the bubble yep. bath or so possibly that could be it. That is um, I mean we had we had now that I think about it we had temporary plastic ones on the outside of our bathroom door. Yeah, and being if they're up at eye level or something like Mm. that or just, yeah, that's going to be away from the kids. But the thing is – oh, dropped my pen. (laughs) Um, It was a deceased estate. Ah. It was an old old lady. So I – you know, deceased estate. I wasn't like, oh, definitely an old person. But Elaine, my neighbour, who was like – Oh, Mrs. Mangle. Such a gossip, right? (laughs) God love her, but oh my God, I've lived Mm. there for a month and I know everyone on the street by name, by gossip, by marital status. Oh my God. If they've had an affair, oh my goodness, Elaine, she knows everything. But (laughs) she was telling me that, so this woman owned the house, this older woman, and then she passed away. And then this couple moved into the house and Mm. they rented it for three years. Um, And then they moved out because they bought their own house. And then there's us, and we are the third. We are the third. I guess fam- I say family, but we are the third lot of people to live in this house. But see, if the one before you was an old lady, 
The one before, so before us, there was a couple. Ah, okay. And a, possibly like a, a childless been. couple. Ah, who, yeah, a childless couple who bought their own house and then moved out, and then we moved in. But before that, it was the, the old deceased, lady. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Well, then, then it doesn't make sense at Makes all. Makes no sense. Um. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't even know. Mm-mm. I wonder if the agent would know. Like, oh, I'm just curious, you know, Maybe like I'll get on to her. That's a good yeah, idea. And just go, look, I know, I know this sounds really weird, but we've been thinking Zach and I have been thinking about it. And yeah. Like why? My mind was Because like, you would bring that up. Yeah. Like, hmm, taking photos of the hallway and there's locks. Yeah, well, uh, it's in the condition report. The marks, the marks on the doors, because there's not locks there anymore. But uh, there are there are marks from where the locks have been, like the the locks have been screwed in, right? Um, so in the you're condition not having report, a shower. It, yeah, well, it's there in the condition report. So I want to know why. Yeah. My mind, my very, very innocent mm. mind was like, oh, no, she had she had four dogs and two of them had to sleep in the ensuite and two of them had to sleep yeah. in the main bathroom. And we're not they were doing really that. No. smart. And yeah. then you had to open the, the door, door so she mm. had to latch them. And Zach was like, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. No, it, it sort of makes sense, though, because dogs can do that. Yeah. I'd like to – I'd prefer to think about my dog theory. I don't want to know that this old lady was holding people hostage. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, what are you selling? Cookies? Oh, I like death cookies. Come on in. <laughs> or, the, or when you've got the witnesses coming to the door. Oh. Do you want to speak about Jesus? Come sure. on in. Come on in. Go wash your hands first. <laughs> Jesus likes clean hands. Yes. Mm. Um, what else we got on our list of spooky, kooky Victorian things? Well, um... They stopped clocks as soon as the person died because it was bad luck. Why? That's a really good question. I have no idea. Because, but the the theory is there <laughs> that time it's still continues, though. It doesn't it doesn't really stop. Yeah, but they stopped oh. all the clocks because it was bad luck. I don't know why it was bad luck. They were a very superstitious era. Mm. <clears throat> but, yeah. Well, it's the same thing as don't walk under a ladder. Mm-hmm. Why? And something. What was it's the black cat thing? If a black um, if a black cat crosses your path, black ah. cat walks past you. It's bad luck. Mm. Okay. <clears throat> <laughs> you know what's like ultimate bad luck? If you walk under a ladder at the same time that a black, black cat, cat is crossing your path, and, and you then smash there's a mirror an antique mirror way. right in the front. <laughs> <laughs> Smash it on your way out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, um, that would really do you in. Well, then that's your three, isn't it? Like yeah. cat, ladder, and mirror or window. Bad yep. things happen in threes. That's it. Smashed. Yep. Done. Mm-hmm. My God. I had like I had a situation when I was eighteen where um, <laughs> it's really funny. Something happened, so I think it was like I got a flat tire. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, whatever. And then 
the next day something else happened to my car. I think that my battery went flat and I was like, oh, okay, Are two we, oh, things. We have history what's, of that. What's the, hey, <laughs> what's the third going to be? That's how I did leave my lights on. What's the third going to be? And then as I was reversing out, I like I dinged the side mirror on the gate and like snapped the side mirror in half and I was like, oh, three bad things. That's all good. A week later, I got into a car accident and rode off the car. Oh, fuck. I know. Out. I thought I was in the clear. I had my three bad things yeah. happen. No, no. You come in force. <laughs> yeah, apparently. Um, mm. But, yeah. Another thing that they did, mm. very superstitious, these people. Yeah. Um, they turned all family photos, photos of loved ones, face down um, so that um, the soul of the deceased would not possess them. Yeah, must be yeah. like the looking glass thing again, you know, glass reflective photo frames. But we don't do that now. <coughs> no. So what part in history did someone turn around and they were probably locked up in an institution for even thinking of it? It's like or in my bathroom. That's just like <laughs> that is crazy. You don't like why do you do that? You know what I reckon's happened? They're like, oh well. Joe Bloggs passed away, but I hate my cousin Jono. So let's not turn his phone <laughs> upside down. And then yeah. nothing happened to Jono. Yeah, yeah. And that's how they And realized. then they go, mm, yeah, well, 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 but why? He's, he's still here. He's still here. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. Oh. Wow. Um. Conclusion, uh, Victorians are crazy. Yeah. What was the... Um, I mean, going back to the plague, because you, you had this, you loved all that history about uh, the, the, what is it? Was it? Bubonic plague. Yeah. Just that, like, just the plague. I didn't like any other history. So tell us a little bit about <coughs> how they used to look after the, the deceased and everything. <laughs> and the one, <laughs> and look, we're laughing about look it. after. Because it was, ju- it's, it's funny when you think of it on a comedy level, but probably not it's, the best no. back then. But it, yeah. So, so tell me or tell tell everyone what you've learned about that. So, <clears throat> shows you how people are so crazy. Now, I I've not done any research on this topic since grade eight history. So we're going yeah. back ten years. Yeah. But basically, disposal of bodies was not done in a dignifying manner because most <laughs> of the people who died of the bubonic plague were all peasants because it was carried by the rats and you know they threw their shit out the window okay yeah <laughs> 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 they threw their feces sorry everybody hang on <laughs> yeah it came too late <laughs> this is a family-friendly <laughs> podcast <laughs> Because they threw their their feces and mm. you know their ex- excrements yeah. out the windows, um, and the rats just lived on the street because of that. And how would you be if you were walking down the street <laughs> and then someone threw that? It's like oh, oh, this was my best pair of pants. Just a regular Tuesday, <laughs> really, wouldn't it be? <laughs> oh yuck! And we're talking about smells before too. Oh yeah, but nah. No, this is a very smelly episode, isn't it? Um, But basically, so the fleas carried this bacteria and the fleas lived on the rats and the rats lived on the street and peasants did not have access to rat-free homes 
pretty mm. much. So a lot of the people who were affected by and died in the plague, which most of them died because of lack of medicine, um, <clears throat> they, because of lack of money and status, mm. they were thrown in big, huge communal graves, like this big, huge hole. Yeah. And, and they'd chuck a hundred bodies in Yeah, there. there'd be hundreds <clears throat> and hundreds dying. Yep. So. And then during, I can't remember exactly who they were fighting with. They were fighting with somebody. And they used to put the deceased <laughs> in catapults. <laughs> and catapult these infected bodies over into enemy territory. Take that. <laughs> and infect their enemies. Which, you know what, i got to say. Mm, that's very smart. Very creative. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got a pole pile of rats. Yeah. That have got fleas and everything, or hmm, he's a little bit more chunky. <laughs> We're gonna throw he's gonna him. do more damage. And you know what? Our land is just getting filled mm-hmm. of people that are deceased. Mm-hmm. We're now gonna throw it over to them. Yeah. Um, so we don't have catapults like that over here anymore. No. Like no one makes catapults anymore. No. I don't know about you, but personally, <laughs> I'd like to be catapulted. <laughs> Donate, oh, actually, no, they do. My... Don't they have like the 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 bungee um, catapult sling thing? The like, slingshot, yeah, like put the roller boom. coaster. Yeah, Imagine, put you in one of those. And <laughs> boom. Cut the rope, yeah, let the ball roll ball. through the town, <laughs> and then have an archer, right? And it's got um, like oil and stuff on the side, and make it into an inferno <laughs> ball. <laughs> That will be the next ride that Dreamworld and <laughs> the next ride that Dreamworld will have will be a catapulted a non-exclusive witness cremation. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh my goodness! How funny! So, um, how, like, how did how did the plague stop? Like, how did? I think I was asleep for that lesson. Because, you know, it's well, I guess we've just gone through over the years to all, all of our things happening. I think it eventually um, just sort of fizzled died. out. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, you know, mm. I really think that it just died. But eventually it went away. And I remember I was telling you this archaeologist back in like 2009 or something um, was digging yeah. um, in where the you know, where the graves, where the grave was. Mm. Um, and he actually contracted, he contracted the bubonic plague from digging. Can you imagine uh, getting that, <laughs> but also digging all these bodies up? It'd be like body Jenga. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like, think they were being that strategic about it, you know, Chris. Like, I think they were mm. just chucking them in. <laughs> it's like, um, Wow. See, we, we can't – well, we probably can imagine because even – where were those countries that they were doing quite similar? Like they didn't have enough – America. That, yeah. They did it in – they so in America they were doing something about mass graves. I think it might have been in New York. They set up in Central Park. They set up like a big open hospital yeah. or something like that. And then in the state of New York – I'm look, correct me if I'm wrong, anybody, but 
they were they were doing mass graves in America back in 2020. Yeah, like oh, absolutely wild. But also, trust the Americans to be the ones to think of that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you know you the see, Americans do you don't things. Don't see any sane country. No, doing no, 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 no. You don't. But normally, I mean, with anything, the Americans tend to do things a little bit more grander and bigger. And um, I mean, they even have drive-through viewings. What? You didn't know that? No, I had no idea. So drive because you've got to be really lazy not to be able to get out of your car. Yeah. So it's like an old McDonald's Uh or Hungry Jack's, right? And... The casket is on an angle. <laughs> and you, so your time for your viewing uh, or visitation is, say, between 4 and 4.30. So grandma's there, right? Yep. And then you just drive through and stop, Would pay you your... With that? Yeah, pay your respects and then drive away. Wow. My thing is that to do that, that's like... Very lazy. <laughs> yeah. But for them, they might have been, you know, it's the only way I'm going to be able to do it. I mean, I can understand if the person had some disease that no one else could go near and, and I could understand that. But imagine some poor kid coming on a skateboard thinking he's going to cut <laughs> through the funeral home and there's grandma <laughs> laying there. In the window. In the window. Um, You've also, have you also heard about the ones where they actually get bar- uh, buried in their cars? No. Right. This is is this an one. American thing again? Yeah. Oh, yep. Of course. So if they had a beautiful um, Camaro or um, like a Cadillac, like my thing would be is you give it to your family, mm. right? That's that's legacy. That's memory. Agreed. Oh, no, no. No, no, no. We're going to dig a huge hole and we're going to – Strap you into your seat, and, and your, lower your car. and your whole car is going to be under earth. Yeah. Um, there's also ones where uh, someone was in like a, oh, it wouldn't be glass because it wouldn't be able to maintain under the earth, but a perspex, uh, like box, and mm-hmm. he was mounted to his motorbike. So he was sitting, physically sitting on his On his motorbikes. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and then they lowered him into the ground. You wouldn't do that in Australia. They wouldn't even allow it. No. Like it's hard enough if someone is really, really big and you, you say, oh, you need to dig two graves because of the the size. And they go, oh, you can't do that. It's like, well, how else am I going to do it? Yeah. Um, you Have you seen the ones where... You know, they'll have uh, a viewing, say, the night before um, and it might be, you know, Jono's wearing his, you know, his Adidas clothes and he's got a smoke in his hand and he's sitting at like at a poker table but he's been embalmed. Oh. You haven't seen that? Jono's dead. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll get all your mates to come around I'm and see you and see you around where you would normally be. Now, how they do that is they put metal rods into your back and they're mm. using you like you, you know, <laughs> we're going to put you up on a 45-degree angle. Um, they've had ones where they've 
for overseas, and I don't know if this is still a thing. I think this may have been stopped. We were talking before about people donating their body to science. Mm-hmm. Well, we were talking yesterday about that too. But there is, I don't know if it's Germany or it's a country that that does things obviously very different to what, mm-hmm. you know, some of the standard world does. New Zealand. Yeah. <laughs> they... So people can donate their bodies to this organisation that... You know when you think of Grandfather Clock, mm-hmm. right? Could you imagine your grandfather being In a the clock? clock? So your grandfather is the clock and they cut a bit out on your chest and they put the clock mechanism into the chest... Now, I automatically go to a comedy thing where I think, where does the pendulum go? <laughs> <laughs> and the weights are his bits, you know? <laughs> so grandfather yep. clock means grandfather clock. How creepy is that? I So I had a funeral <laughs> um, quite a few months ago. I think it was, it was when I first started in the industry mm. and one of the mourners he was a real he was a real you know funny guy blokey bloke and you know him and his wife and they were talking to my colleague about you know what they want to do when they pass away and she was like oh I just want a simple service and you know you know have all of my family there and you know have a burial and blah 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 he's like yeah I want to be taxidermied and turned into a coat rack <laughs> he's like, oh yeah. he's like yeah. yeah, you can hang your hat on my junk. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah, and see, this, this, yeah, like I said, I don't think it would be now, but the other thing that I have seen photos of, I can, and I, I've been trying to hunt it down on the internet, but I don't know how else to do it. But you know, when you have one of those, um, they're like a wicker chair, mm-hmm. right? And it's got that big, big sort of fluffy pillow there and you can lay in there. You imagine, oh, it can be any member of your family or friend, Mm. right, going to their place and their whole inside of their body has been converted into the seat. Mm -hmm. So their arms and their legs and this bit here is like, so the chest area and stomach has been like stretched out. You actually sit inside their torso, <laughs> and the armrests are actually their arms. There's a rod that goes into the rectum area. That's what I'm sure that up the spine, and that's a couch, like or a seat, like. That is very Ed Gein. You know, like let's let's just. Can you bring dad over? <laughs> like I want to sit in dad. Like I, I don't know if I – and but this is what people do. Like I don't – I don't know. Once again, it all comes down to how do people get to that? Like what part do they go, hmm, I could, I could turn grandma into a grandma clock. But that would be the creepiest thing. You know, oh, can you hear the chiming? Oh, that's just granddad. Don't worry about it. <laughs> You know, down down the hallway. Have you seen Silence of the Lambs? Uh, oh, yeah, like back when it first came out. So Buffalo Bill, mm. the guy, the, the killer in Silence of the Lambs, is based off of a real life 
serial killer and grave robber named Ed Gein or Gein. I don't know how to pronounce his name. Mm. I've always said Gein. I could be yeah. wrong. But um, Ed, um, you know, you know, like he committed a few murders. He'd made himself a serial killer. But that's not what he's best known for. He is best known for his grave robber. I said best known. It's not like celebrated. Yeah, like not by not by ooh. normal people. Yeah, um, but he used to <clears throat> go and rob graves and make homewares out of the people that he. Oh, so took. here's a femur, and we're going to make a fork out of it. No stuff like a face lamp. So faces what? made into a lampshade. He made um, an apron out of forearms. Oh no. A belt made out of nipples. He made the creepiest stuff. And it was like it was like homewares and clothing. And that's who that is who Buffalo Bill in um, Silence of the Lambs is based off of. Oh my god. And also the guy in Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Mike Myers or whatever his name is. That's he's also based off of Ed Gein. Yeah. Oh, look. There's there's some, there all all of those eras back, like especially the really early days. Like I I love anything horse and carriage and the the big Clydesdales and the you know like bring out your dead, bring out ding ding. It was like um, like the mortuary train car. Yeah. Do you? Oh, you're probably too young or may not have been even around. But they used to have this. Not like the Mr. Whippy van mm-hmm. that you can never get a hold of because he's done eighty k's down the street. <laughs> But there used to be a home delivery ice cream service. Yes, I know. Yep. Yeah, and they used to ring the bell. Yeah. All right? That's automatically what I thought about, like, as a funeral director was, you know, of the old days. Like, mm. ding, ding, bring out your dad, ding, ding. <laughs> and being a refrigerated vehicle, thought, hey, that's smart. If you That being said, is it like, would that have been like a weekly pickup, like the bins? And if so, would you No, I think it was a daily thing. Oh, thank God yeah. for that. <laughs> Imagine. Yes, yeah, de- death night, Wednesday night. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you can't, you can't have the stack. Everyone put your dead out on the curb <laughs> for the pickup. It's like, Maisie, someone's gone and put someone on our pile. <laughs> Far out. Hey, I'm going to be fine for that. No, I can't use that. It's three by three metres and now that's four by two. Like, come oh, on. <laughs> the Ben man's already been. I've not taken mum out. <laughs> uh, <laughs> right. Yeah. Call the council. <laughs> they've, they've missed a pickup. Um, um, yeah. But look, the other the other thing was, I guess, and we'll, we'll finish in a moment because people are probably drifting off. <laughs> but there was another, there's a condition, and I can never know the name of it. You said it about a week ago. Yes. Um, Again, don't know the name of it, but it's the one where I think I think it really it really could be nicknamed like the Juliet. Yeah, it's the where your vi- where your vitals are right down mm-hmm. where they class you as mm-hmm. that you're deceased, and in those days it would have just been Juliet's dead. Yeah. Um, bury her. We'll just go and dig a hole and bury her, and that's what they did, but not thinking. That she's yeah, you've just buried her mm-hmm. basically alive. Mm-hmm. Um, that's pretty. That's pretty. Uh, pretty scary stuff. Because yeah. I heard from a grave digger 
um, that started grave digging when he was about 17 years of age Mm -hmm. and he's still doing it. Now he, what is he now? He's in his 60s. So he remembers one of the first ones in his cemetery which was like a really old cemetery, right? Mm -hmm. And they had to dig uh, to put another body inside, Mm -hmm. right? So when they've gone down, they've hand dug slightly and then they've got the excavator in there to, to do what they needed to do. But the excavator has clipped the lid, right? Now, this part of this cemetery was really dry. So any chance of, I mean, the body was going to decompose, but mm-hmm. it was going to maintain its dryness. Mm-hmm. So this lid has flipped. Now, on the underside of that lid is... Scratches. The deceased was clawed up. Like, now picture someone on their back, you know, mouth open, which it would be by that stage, but then the hands up that have stayed in that that position. And he said he's never really... He he tells people and they don't believe him. Well, I would because that's, that's what happens... You know, that's why you hear of the old days of them putting bells. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. put put the little thing on the on the toe. Yep. If someone wakes up, ding, 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 yep. the caretaker comes out and starts digging the hole. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I mean, there was that man in, I really, I really feel like it might have been Perth, a few months back, remember? He... Um, he had that condition. He woke up and he was in the he was in the morgue. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my goodness! Like I, I don't. Um, I mean, all you have to do is look up, look up on the internet, and there's heaps and heaps of stories of other people, and even to one which is actually pretty sick about um, a guy uh, in a in a mortuary um, that had he was in charge of a central mortuary and it was overseas and. This young girl came in with this condition after a car accident and he thought... We might oh, actually quickly give a trigger warning yeah, for yeah, yeah. assault and Yes, yes. Um, I'm not going to go... I'm just going to give you sort of a, a, a bit of an overview, but um, he... Yeah, things happened and she came too. But now they're married and have children. Now... Um, I just find that really, really weird. Like that's mm. just not not a standard issue Mm-mm. thing. Um, and I would never, never, you know, in our industry, um, you know, it's something that we hold really dear that you just, that's, that's you just, you don't, you don't go that way. <laughs> like it's not, like I, I don't know how anyone could go, oh, yeah, you know, like no, no. Like it's, no. So there, there's... You know, all of these stories, all of these Victorian things, I mean, they're only just coming from other people that have told the same type of things. So, you know, we may not have got things 100% right, um, but if you if you look at a banana and you think you're being told as a kid that that's an orange, well, that's an orange. Mm-hmm. And you're going to go, no, hang on, no, but that's a banana. No, it's an orange. So you're only going to believe what, what you've been taught. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, I I I hope everyone's got some really good information out of this and had a bit of a laugh with us too because 
Um, today has been really, really good. I've enjoyed it. Um, and I'm sure we'll be able to find other stories about this because, you know, there's other, other countries out there that do some really, really mm-hmm. weird and wacky and wonderful things. And there's also some that are doing things that are, that are really beautiful and natural and, and reasons for that, you know. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, I, I want to thank you. Um, hang on, if I can get that working. Oh, it's not doing it. Oh, oh there we go. Oh, the crowd's excited. Thank you very much, Annie. <laughs> um, that's an internal joke, by the way. Yeah. Um, but thank you very much for coming on and um, we've enjoyed having you. It's weird, two people talking with microphones, thinking that there's other people out there, but... At this time, we haven't even uploaded it yet. Um, it's very weird, but I hope you have enjoyed it. Um, join us on our socials, Brember Family Funerals, TikTok, uh, Facebook and Instagram. Uh, TikTok's really good. Go and have a bit of a look. And join us on Sundays on TikTok for um, Let's Chat About Death or Sundays with Brember, 8.30. That's Melbourne, uh, Australia time. Uh, so, yeah, enjoy and we'll talk to you again. Bye-bye. Bye.